Hi, I'm Austin. This is Dungeons and Dracon Beams. Previously on Dungeons and Dracon Beams, under the cover of night in the city of Ocean Grove, the slumbering town is deeply quiet. Barely a deer mouse is stirring in its burrow, which is lucky for the little rodent, as not 30 feet overhead, two owls flap through the still air. Holding their wings and plummeting, they skim through an open door into a house. A few minutes later, the mouse stirs and begins to snuffle around, but it goes unnoticed by the two owls as its gentle scuffles are covered by the thrum of wings that beat thousands of times per minute as they flap off into the night. Zack's parents sleep soundly, his dad dreaming of swords. They aren't included in the thought-speak conversations about what taste might mean to an alien versus a human. They miss the creaking and crunching of bones as their son twists and warps into the form of an owl, and they take no note as three birds veer away from their home and a fourth one floats up to join the covey as they disappear from view. The sound of the metal door creaking open is the first indication to the sleeping cat that something is happening. He sits up and lets out a massive yawn, his large canines glint in the moonlight, and he stands and stretches. Hearing the door open of where the meat is kept, he meanders over lazily and starts headbutting the fence. His claws, unable to retract, push off the dirt as he turns to look at the figures. One of them is something new, but it looks like a prey animal, not a threat. The meat is pushed through the fence with familiar tongs, and he casually moves forward to grab it, and then feels a wave of calm and sleep come over him. Holding the meat in his mouth, he droops for a few seconds, and then it passes, and he stands back up and finishes his meal. While the cheetah may be calm and unbothered, the poor little lemur is terrified as he is snatched away from his mother's warm side by brutal, twisting, killing claws and carried off into the air where there's nothing to hold on to. No branches, no grass. He swings his feet, fighting and twisting to get free, but the grip of this horrifying monster is inescapable. His heart's still hammering as he felt something soft touch his hands and feet, and he grips and twists, burying his face into the warm, less monstrous creature. He was whimpering, but something about being in the arms of this thing, not unlike his mom, was comforting, and he got this fuzzy and warm calm. This was okay. Even with the screams of his whole family behind him, it was okay. Until he was once again torn from his new mom by this horrid monster who carried him away, he fought more, but it was useless. Until somehow he managed to skirt away from this thing. He got into a tree, and taking his opportunity, he scrambled as fast as he could back to his first mom's side and buried his head muffling the cacophony around him. As the vultures, osprey, and short-eared owl observed the small humans slipping into their cages, they barely noticed. Thriving on routine, this was becoming familiar. They knew their jobs. They fly down, they retrieve their treat, and they are rewarded. They are returned to their night perches. They do not recognize the face, but this does not matter. They know what to do. They thrive on routine. Big Jim woke up to the sound of something heavy slamming against a metal door near enough that he became alert. He could hear the troop of people making noise and took note. He would be ready to assess the threat if it came to his troop. Soon, something did catch his attention. A small furry ball fell onto his platform and made a strange noise. It was too small to be a threat, but it was interesting. Below him, he heard some similar warping and crunching, but this one here in front of him was twisting and getting bigger and bigger. It grew into something familiar, one of the other troops that sometimes come and interact with them, though this member was unfamiliar. He permitted her to touch him, and he felt a deep sense of peace and calm. This had happened to him before. This picture flashes through his mind of this other troop that was in the area, one with strange hair-lipped things, and then a slurping and crunching startles him out of this trance, and he sees something strange. 
It was one of the troop, but now it's acting strangely and making weird noises and getting smaller and smaller, so he picked it up to investigate. Then, a rodent runs out in front of him and starts using body signals that he knows, but not from this species. He picked that one up to investigate, and then some other thing was flapping and screeching overhead, so he tossed the rodent and grabbed the bars to challenge this threat above him. Confusing him more, this one now shifted and changed into something familiar. It opens its hands and he mimicked it, letting the furry ball go. It communicated thanks. And then, the small furry ball flaps away from him, there's a squirrel that's just slurping down from a taller form, and that scurries out and runs away. And then the one that he did think was familiar expressed thanks. And his excitement at this positive interaction ended the way that only gorillas can do, celebrating by throwing around dirt and pounding noises. Power surged through the tiger's muscles. At first, the two beings were uninteresting. They did not offer food. They were not obtainable. Then the predator saw it, a weakness in the big one's leg. She crouched, watching, her whiskers quivering as she saw the stumble. She saw this moment, and she leapt and smashed into the fence. Feeling a hand lay on her face, suddenly the world fades away, and it was a tranquil calm. When the pinpoint of reality came hurtling back, every sense was on high alert. Her ear swiveled to the squirrel twitching now in front of her. It was not a good meal, but it was prey, and she was on the hunt. She focused in as it got large, and then put its arm into her space. She turned and grabbed her teeth, tearing through tendon and bone, and she pulled, feeling the resistance of her prey. She tore and tore, barely registering that this was a human on the other end now, or that blonde, curly hair was now melting back into gray fur. She felt the meat coming loose, and she gave one last pull. It was hers. But there was more to be had, so she crouched, watching the squirrel struggle up the wall. As it reached the top and pushed itself into space, she leapt. Her prey was snatched from her, and her vision was suddenly blocked by tawny wings. As she lands, a low growl rumbles around her throat as her frustration boils over, and she picks up the meat that she did manage to get. Echolocation bounced around a tank as the orcas explored their new space. They knew there was more to get to, but it wasn't accessible yet. A light swept through the water in front of Jesse as he swam laps. A moment later, a splash. Different from the lapping waves, this was intentional. He swam up to investigate, and it was a girl. She raised her version of a flipper, and he knew what this meant. He acquiesced and raised his own in response. Then she folded over onto the platform and began to sweep the water towards her. He knew this one, and he liked this one. He dove and powered up effortlessly toward the surface, a huge wave as he slides out onto the ledge and raises his fluke and opens his mouth, and he barely feels the hints of pressure around his body as hands brush his sides. He feels a sense of serenity. And that's where we are now? My name is Dylan. My name is Cameron. My name is Zach. My name is Savannah. My name is Aximilia Escaluth Estill. We can't tell you where we live. Or our last names. You're all in danger. Very real danger. The Yurks are infesting more people every day. There's too many of them. I'm not even sure if we can win. Oh, we can't We're win. Try. Maybe we can't. But we can fight. Our only hope is to hold them off until help comes. Who can know how long that will be? We have only one weapon. The Andalite morphing technology. And that's the ability to turn into any creature that we can touch. I still can't believe it. It's insane. I know. We were given this power by a brave ally named Elfangor. 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 Elf 
Fangor, who went against his people's wishes. He broke his people's laws. We fight for him. But we also fight for you. And for others. We fight for the entirety of Earth. Yeah, we've gained allies, but Matea. we've lost people along the way, too. We've learned not to trust anyone. Not anyone. Nobody. Anyone. Anyone can be a Yerk. A controller. Even you. Hopefully it matters. Uh, Zach went home. Zach got in bed before he was done demorphing and just fell the fuck asleep. I just mean he made his way directly to the bed and demorphed and fell the fuck asleep. Fully demorphed. All the way. No feathers. No beak. I think that Dylan went home and tried to turn on her phone. Any weird messages? Some of your friends maybe have texted you and stuff, but as far as anything weird, there's there's no weird messages that came through. Okay. And then, yeah, she crawls into bed and goes to sleep. Savannah will have asked Aximili where he is planning on going as they were leaving the gardens, and that will change her answer. Uh, he'll be willing to go back to the cabin uh, just to help Cameron and watch over Katie. Okay, if Axe is going back to the cabin, then Savannah just immediately headed home and to bed. Yeah, and you guys all get a full night's sleep. Uh, and it's now Wednesday morning. Savannah, when you wake up, what's the first thing you do? Let Possum out. You let him out, feed him, clean up his poop, all that. Yeah, cool. You, you have a good morning. <laughs> uh, Dylan, as you wake up in the morning... Your dad's car is there. He's sound asleep. And your phone, it, it was back on and you got your alerts. You do find, like, not in your messages, but your emails. Emails from your school. And the gist of it, it's about the incidents that happened a few nights ago. It also mentions Ocean Grove Central, where Savannah and Zach go. And it says that because of the destruction to the school, they can't do any more chemistry for the rest of the year. So some tr- students will be transferred to Ocean Grove West so they can finish their chemistry classes. And so expect to see new students when, when you return next week. Heck yeah. I think that she's definitely going to go downstairs and make, like, some potatoes and some breakfasty type foods, some vegetarian bacon, and tap on her dad's door. And see if he wakes up. Uh, at the first tap, he doesn't. She's just going to let him sleep. But she's going to make like a little plate of like potatoes and, and stuff and put it in the microwave and put a note on the fridge for him. Zach probably doesn't even want to move. Probably just tries to go back to sleep. But I don't know, two or three times later, probably goes back to sleep the first couple times. <laughs> and then eventually just rolls out of bed, you know. Handle Mo, clean his cage out. It's been a couple days. Watch out! Hey, man. Yeah, um... He's not even really talking. Just, I guess... You like nonsense, whatever, bird talk. Like, he probably hasn't done in years with him, but just kind of... Just talking to be talking. 
ACAB? Yep. You you damn right, man. Fuck him. Pick it up. Feeds him and pets him a little bit. Lets him play around with his like, finger a little bit. And then puts him back. I guess you, you know, get dressed and then head downstairs. Once you get dressed, head downstairs. Your mom's already made breakfast. Your dad finishes his piece of toast. and One piece of toast. Well, he finishes it. He's got One toast, toast, Steve. And he's got a square cut orange or something. Uh, no, he doesn't. He closes the newspaper and he stands up and you see he's got like his his big old thick leather apron on. And he said, I ain't even going to work today. <laughs> so he's a 1920s coal worker is what you're telling me. He's He's got a newspaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's got his newspaper. Okay, so he's sitting at the breakfast table in his apron. Yeah. And, and Emma was okay with this, I guess. She says, All right. I told him to wait till he got up. He was just so excited. Oh, what's up, Dad? I, I want to. I'm ready to do this. Spend some time with my son. Zach takes a fucking second to remember what he's talking about. He goes, Oh, the sword. Yeah. Um, heck yeah. Uh, and then he like tries to remember if they had plans to meet up at some point. I don't think they did. I came to my bowling trick. Fuck my friends, Whoa. remember? Yeah. Um, let's go, man. And then I guess he's got the Nokia. He's going to shoot a quick text. I don't think he ever got Dylan's number. So just to Savannah, it's just going to say, like, when are we meeting up? Uh, as you, like, pull that phone out and you you text and send your message, he says, oh, oh and yeah. He walks over to you and uh, he hands you your phone. And he says, look, I know this is important to you and, and what you want to do in your life, Isaac. So I want you to be happy. And you seem genuine in your apology. And I talked to your mother and she told me uh, what, what you've been doing for her. So here, you can have it back. He uh, closes, he like looks at the, the new phone, the, well, his actual phone and closes the flip phone and throws it over his shoulder. But he uh, didn't actually. He didn't actually. It was like a fake got out me. thing. You got me. I thought you threw that thing. I was going to take your other one back. No, I was just playing, Dad. I was just playing. He's going to like delete messages and stuff out of it really quick. Like just go to settings and do like a phone reset. And then he'll shut it off and hand it back. He looks at you. He says, now I want you to know, Zach, that I need to be able to trust you. But more importantly, I want you to be a man of your word. And... That's as important to me as your father to teach you, my son, that lesson. That's the most important thing to me. This world is full of bad people. It's full of strange people as well. I just want you to be an honest man that tries to do good. Whatever you think that is. This world's going to throw everything at you, but your integrity can never be taken away. Zach just, like, keeps waiting for him to keep going. Okay, Dad. And, like, he was going to make a joke, but, like, he just decides against it. He's like, don't worry, man. I'm, uh, yeah. He, like, puts a hand on your shoulder and says, I wouldn't be the man I'm telling you to be if I demanded respect from you, but I didn't give you mine. 
So your mom suggested that I ask you what I could do to earn your trust. So I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. How can I show you that you can trust me? And how can we resolve the issues that you're having and make sure that they don't happen again? I mean, Dad, I'm not really having a lot of issues, I think. I'm, I've been pretty good. Just, you know, the thing with the, you know, I understand that the, you know, the whole incident with the, with the, the festival was kind of like weird, but, you know, um, you did what you thought you had to do and that was cool. Not, you know, I didn't like it, but I get it. That's cool. We're good. So there's nothing that you have that you want me to do? Nothing that I can... I mean, listen, I need some help making a sword. You know my passions. I love to work with this metal. Okay, so... No more not telling your mom where you're going. Right? I mean, look, I'm... Since we're just being open and honest, right? I'm a teenager. There's going to be... I, I, it's not like I'm trying to hide stuff, but, like, I might not always want to come tell you exactly what I'm, you know, getting up to. That's just my... That's just how, you know, how, how it is. But I'll, I'll do my best to make sure that you know I'm safe. I'm not doing anything crazy and stupid, you know. He says, fully lying. I know you need your privacy and you need time to yourself and so that's all I can ask is that you make sure that I know you're safe and he takes a deep breath your dad seems like he's trust he trusts you now and he's him and your mom had a talk and it seems like something's changed in him and he believes something has changed in you let's see if we can get this piece of metal that you found into something that uh, can strike your enemies down. Where is it? Wow. Alright. So, he's gonna go get the piece of metal. I retext Savannah uh, and Cameron from this phone, I guess, just to let them know, like, hey, this phone's back on. Got my old phone back. Once it comes on, you get a, a string of notifications. Uh, some of your emails also tell you that the same thing that Dylan started, told her, but from your school's perspective. By switching schools? You have been assigned to Ocean Grove West. There's a list of people that are going over from Central to West. So Savannah doesn't go. Cameron, he is over there because he was in the chemistry class because Savannah did his homework. So he is going to West. Chad and Bart both are not. Who else do you want to know? I think his name is Sam, the guy that's a big fan of mine. Sam is going to West. Any of the other Bright Devils that were at school? Steve hasn't been back to school, but Phineas is staying. The, the other one's staying too. Lissa is going. Oh, is Xander going to the new school? Because he's a student, right? Yeah, you don't see his name on the list. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anybody else is ringing a bell I do look through to see if Grant and Reese are still on the list or if they've been expunged Reese is not Grant is and Grant's a stand at Central cool 
So it's just a massive roster of students. Zach uh, saves that document. The list isn't like, it lists who's going and who's not. It lists who's going, you, you know, figure out who's I got you. not by not who's not on the list. Also, you get messages. Uh, this is a mix of messages from TikTok and text from JJMC. Oh. The first one is, oh, no. hey man, what the hell happened? Why'd you try to break the tank? That is not the day after the incident, the festival, but the day after that. So Tuesday. The next one is, bro, seriously, not cool. We got to talk. And then the next one is on TikTok is a string of question marks. Another message just says, you're ghosting me, question mark. And then another one that says, I thought we were cool, man. And that's a text. And that's the last one you have. Um, I'm going to pop open the text and I'm going to send back just honestly my, like a selfie of, of Zach going, you know, the face. And then, then underneath just be like, bro, I got grounded. I am a child. And my dad took away my phone. I just got it back. I didn't have your number memorized, so I couldn't text you from my like backup phone. I'm just now getting all these messages. I'm so sorry. I would like to explain it to you, but in person, can we like meet up? But I'm going to send all that, like one big paragraph with that picture. <laughs> I don't know why I did the picture, but um, yeah, I'm looking for any other messages. You do have a couple of messages from Chad that say they are from the night of everything. And mm. they're basically telling you. We're, me and Bart are going to watch Avengers tonight. If you want to come over and watch it. But nothing nothing else. Once, once like, I've gone through messages and, like, I don't know, making sure there's nothing pressing, going to get the metal out of the closet. When I hand him this metal, I'm trying to, like, check if there's if this smells like a controller you know what i mean and like do you recognize this metal is essentially what i'm doing as i hand it to him he's out in like outside and like he's set up this thing under an awning like you're like a an oven i don't fucking know how to forge stuff he set up the stuff to forge stuff outside yeah it's it's like wrapped in an old t-shirt or whatever still so i'm just gonna bring it out wrapped up i'm gonna start unwrapping it he, as he's like looking down as you're unwrapping his eyes do go wide almost a look of realization is like what you're taking it as and he like leans in closer and what he says is uh this metal it looks strange and he like reaches out to touch it and like he'll rub his hand along it and he'll say I can't really tell what it is and then he like looks at you looks up at you and he says where'd you find it um, out by the fairgrounds. Oh. Kind of looks it over. <laughs> I don't know. It does. It looks strange. Like, it's not even... I can't see any forge marks on it. It looks like just a big piece. Like, but it's not jagged enough to be just an ore. I don't know. I figured it was like, I don't know, some kind of sheet metal or something from one of the rides. I don't know, from like the Ferris wheel or something. Alright, let's let's get to work on it. Okay. As you all start to work on this uh, blade and like are heating it up, 
more strange things start to happen because like as your dad is he he starts to get a confused look on his face because this metal isn't heating like normal metal should at the point that it does actually start to glow red is so high and it's like it, it should have been heated up way before it it starts to heat up and he looks and he says i don't know if we can get this fire hot enough to 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 mold this oh um what if you used your like one of your welding torches? Those get way hotter, right? Uh, maybe we can try it. And he goes and gets the torch and starts to go over it, and uh, it, this does help it. It does heat it up, and he's just like, "This is, I can't believe that this thing's forging point is so high." Oh, cool! I don't know what that means, Dad. It means I don't know what this is. Is what it means. Oh, well, like, maybe it's, um, I thought maybe, like, could it be, I mean, shit, you know, the fairgrounds stuff is pretty old. Maybe this has got, like, asbestos in it or something. Uh, it might. You think we should stop working on it? I mean, no, we can. It's just, I don't, it's going to be hard to melt, mold this thing. I don't know. And he starts to, like, do the thing where he brings it out and puts it in water. And a little steam comes up, but not like you see in the movies. Why did he just quench it? He does. You wouldn't understand, Zach. You Spent all this time getting it heated up, and he just quenched it. Okay, but you have to cool it down to make sure the heat spreads. Oh, okay. And Zach just files that away, I guess. Uh, as you guys are going through, eventually he starts to like do the thing where he beats it and flattens it, and he's like working on it. This is a couple hours into it. At some point, like, we'll take a break, go in to get some water. Zach will check his phone. If anybody has texted him back with, like, a time, that's when Zach would, like, make up some kind of excuse or, you know, hey, I got to be done by six or whatever. I'm supposed to meet up with some people. A message comes in from JJMC. Yeah, I can meet to talk. When? Zach's going to just toss out, like, maybe this weekend. It'll have to be Saturday. I'm leaving town. Yeah, that's that should be good. Saturday's cool. I'll suggest the, uh, the Malasada's place across from Pacific Towers. At noon? Sounds good. Thumbs up emoji. Dylan, after you finish... Your breakfast, you put the note on it, uh, the potatoes for your dad. Yeah, she does all the the morning routine stuff and takes her time since she doesn't have to go to school. I think she's going to look through the phone that Savannah gave her and see if anybody's phone numbers are in there. Uh, there is a number that calls back to the cabin. I don't think they probably, they probably would have stored their own numbers in there. All right, cool. And then she's just going to get tight clothes on and get a little backpack filled with her effects and head out for the day. She's headed into town. Yeah, you get a bus and it'll take you wherever you want to go. Savannah, you wake up later than normal. This is probably 10 o'clock. Um, and then you let Possum out, do your thing. Then what? 
And then she is uh, immediately morphing and heading back to the cabin. It's daytime. But you know what? She'll go crow on the way out. You are crow and you're in the air. As you uh, fly out, as you're looking around, you do see uh, Zach starting to head back into the house, um, outside his house. And his dad out there, they're doing something with like this forge. You can see the heat and he wipes his sweat off his forehead as Zach walks into the house. Okay, since I physically saw Zach go in there, uh, I'll probably just like swoosh down to the roof, you know, flappy, like the the rocking kind of dive that crows do and land there and just be like, hey, Zach, I'm headed to the cabin now. What what are you doing? That's right after you finish your text message combo with uh, JJMC. Um... Is Zach alone in the house? Uh, I mean, your mom's in the kitchen with you, and your dad's still outside at the moment. Okay. Um, Zach's just going to run up to his room real fast and then open a window. I don't know if, if you can hear me, um, but I'm, I'm working on a sword with my dad. Uh, yeah, Zach will probably just hear like the feet on the roof like sh- 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 as it like hops down the tiles as she kind of goes to the gutter above his room. He's going to try to not to talk loud enough that Steve can hear him. And he's just going to be like, um, yeah, me and Dylan found uh, like some scraps of metal from the wreckage. And then I just I brought some home. I thought it'd be cool to make a sword out of. Oh, OK, I don't know if that's wise, but all right. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that, like, I might be able to tell if my dad's yurt without letting on too much that I know. I couldn't really tell, though. Yeah, Savannah won't, like, <laughs> she she is not going to specifically respond to that. She'll just let it, like, silence linger and wait for Zach to either say something more or change the topic. Anyway, um, I don't know what time we're supposed to meet up tonight, but we're supposed to meet up tonight. Should probably try to get down to the York River today and do some recon. It's one of the feeding days. What time? I think as soon as you can. I'm headed to the cabin now. Are you going to let Katie go today? I don't know if we can. Yeah. Um. Are you going to get Cameron and Max to come to the river with us, or... We'll, we'll have to figure it out when we're there because someone's going to probably have to stay back with Katie unless we can figure out an easy way to do that. But I'll have to go talk to her first. Okay. I know you'll come up with a good plan. So, Yeah, I we'll probably be finished up. Um, Austin, how far into this sword-making venture are we? He's just started to get it to heat up to, to where he can mold it and stuff. It's going to take at least eight hours. You guys have been working on it for about two. I'm going to suggest to my dad that, like, maybe we get the sword roughly shaped today, and then we'll work on the rest next weekend. So, like, um, you know, hopefully in a couple hours I'll be good to go. Maybe three. I got to see this through. Like, dad's kind of, he's really excited about it, so... He gave me my phone back, so that's really helpful. That's good. Uh, okay, I will 
phone's at the cabin, so I can message you soon. Got you. All right. We'll see you. And then Savannah will just take off. Zach closes his window, heads back downstairs, finishes his ice water, and then grabs like a sweet tea for his dad and goes outside. Because, you know, Texas Steve loves some sweet tea. Mm-hmm. You take your tea to your dad and you guys continue working on this sword uh, for another few hours. Um, hey, I didn't know this was going to take this long, Dad. Um, what, what say we like get the sword shape finished today and then like next weekend we can work on fitting it up and stuff? Uh, yeah, 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 that's fine. You have something going on today? Yeah, I was just, you know, between, like, studying and stuff, we haven't had a lot of time to actually hang out, so I was going to try to hang out with some friends this afternoon, if that's cool. I think with our talk and everything, it's good, it's okay for you to go on and be off punishment and live your life. Make Thanks, your TikToks. I appreciate that. I will. Actually, and then he like starts making a TikTok about. He records the TikTok about like making a sword with his dad, mm-hmm. and like lets his dad wave and shit. But he doesn't post it. It just goes to drafts. All right, Dylan. Oh yeah. You're on the bus headed into town. Where I'm trying to head is to the mall. It takes you 30 minutes bus ride to get there. You get to the wonderful shops at the Wither Green Park, a.k.a. the mall. Awesome. Um, is anything open right now? Um, yeah, you did go pretty early. We'll say stuff starts to open around 9-ish, so you, like... The early birds that try to get to, for the deals at like FYE and stuff are there waiting outside the mall. But uh, there's old people walking around inside, but none okay. of the shops are open. If there's like a coffee place outside of there, then she's gonna pop in and grab a coffee and like a breakfast sandwich or something. Just because she's very hungry right now for some reason. And just chill until the mall opens. About 15 minutes later, you see the metal gates start to slide up from the different stores. And yeah, it's open. Sweet. Uh, And she's going to head in and head like straight to H&M. It's well lit. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Generally speaking. Um, She's just kind of going to go like around the clearance section and look for some things that don't necessarily fit her, but she thinks will fit Katie. Yeah, you find you find some some stylish stuff, but you know, not too over the top in the clearance section. Yeah. There are there's a a long tee that has zippers like on the very bottom side. Like the zippers have no function except to make a split in the side of the tee, but they're there. God, it's so cool. She definitely gets that and then she goes back and she grabs a one in like a medium for herself yeah so she's gonna get like four or five pairs of pants a few pairs of shorts and a few tops and then head somewhere that has sears i guess that has like other essentials like underwear and socks and she's gonna get a couple packs of underwear and socks from there and then she's going to stop in at hallmark 
and grab a card, just any card. It doesn't matter. Whatever's in the front. It says, happy birthday, Grandma. Sure. World's greatest grandma. <laughs> yeah. She's going to grab that, and then she's going to go take the bus the way that she knows how to get to the cabin. Get on the bus, take it to the next bus stop. It's right about noon the time you get there just in time and you get on that bus and a few hours later you're at that stop because she saw savannah do this before she's gonna like morph horse but before she does that she's going to attach all the bags to her backpack and put it over her neck as she is putting the bag onto her neck her neck is already getting longer so she's like whoa oh god and then she just sort of flumps forward and her hands start to fuse and her nails grow out and it's just so gross and then her tail just pops out and her spine elongates and before she's even really done she's like trying to wobble forward oh god since this is like your first time coming alone it's a little bit harder to find the the cabin and you get lost for a second but then you're like oh okay there it is there it is there's the stream oh there's the uh, shovel in the ground and there's the cabin and you find it sweet savannah you have already made it to the cabin what are you doing as you get there i think she first thing is just a quick check in with cameron and Aximili to see if anything happened if they need anything anything at all I'm good. Katie's, um, I've been doing a lot. She paces a lot. We've been giving her food every so often. Well, he has. Yes, I have. Accidentally, do you think if I gave you a phone, there would be a way that if she doesn't contact me directly dialing it, we could cut it off? What did you have in mind? What is the outcome for this? You said we would try to figure out a way for her to talk to me. And I think we should make good on that. I can rig one of these walkie-talkies to work inside the phone. So it would seem like a call, but actually just be two-way radio. Would we know if she was dialing anybody else? He thinks for a second, I I believe I could set something up. Okay. We should do that. Yes, I will get to work. I don't think she'll do too much else other than she is going to relay, like, well, Aximili's working on this, the plan that, like, we should be headed into the Yurk River today to see if we can figure out anything about the visitor's feeding schedule, see if we can find any weaknesses. And tonight we're meeting up with whatever... Well, busy day. Yep. And she'll probably check her phone at this point, too, by the way. Messages that said that you got the same one that Zach got about who's going over. Uh, your name ha- is not on the list, so uh, technically you still go to Central. I think, uh, yeah, no, no other important messages or anything. You might have some by Chelsea, like, oh my god. That shift was the worst ever. I'm so hungover. Why is Chelsea still texting me? She sent it yesterday. Why, why is she still texting me? 
Nothing, just Savannah wondering out loud to herself. <laughs> That's about the time uh, Dylan shows up as a horse. You just hear her singing in your head, wild horses. Who's that? Cameron looks around. <laughs> Cameron, the one who's known Dylan the longest. Who is that singing in my head? <laughs> There's a non-zero chance that he has absolutely heard her sing very off-key before. Oh, oh, I get it. I, I hear the tune now. It was just weird not hearing it. Did I feel, did I feel it? Do we feel, do we feel words when we thought speak? I mean, like not in the way that like the hits your eardrums and goes through your, you know. We don't hear it, right? No, it's in our heads. So we feel it. I... Feel what I'm saying? No, I don't. We feel Ax, what Dylan's saying. Axemilly, please help. He's correct. Feel it? Well, you don't hear it. But you do kind of. You don't physically hear it, but don't you don't like feel it? Like what? what that would mean it, a then? physical thing happens in your brain. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. The Andalites have a word for it. What is the word? Snarpnash. What does that mean? Feel, but in the brain. Feelings. It means feelings. Feelings in the brain. Okay. All feelings are in the brain, except physical. I guess... Some are in the heart. All right, she walks in and she's like, actually, technically all of your feelings are in your brain. That's... Yeah. That's where you process all of your sensations, so... Cameron puts his hands up. What? See? What I missed. See? Aximilian's trying to explain to us how thought speak is a is a feeling. Yes. That's how I thought it. Oh. I I just thought that it was like when you think to yourself, is that that's not a feeling, right? Well, Maybe not, but what do you all call that? Thoughts. Internal dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's... I mean, maybe that's what sharpness means. Just inhuman. Do you have a physical sensation when you hear our voices in your head when we're morphed? No. Okay. But I also don't hear them. I don't know. This is this is actually a great debate among the Andalite people. Wait a second. I have to stop talking. Savannah's just looking at Dylan like, like the expression of like, can can you believe that this is happening to us right now? Can you feel it? And, and Dylan's like, no. So Cameron sits on the couch. Dylan's like, yeah, anyway, I went shopping, so here is stuff. And she just sets the bags down in the middle of the floor. And Cameron reaches in and starts to pull out some of the clothes and looks at him. I don't think these are going to fit. They're not, it's not for you. Cameron, it's not for you. Oh, holds them up to Savannah. 
It's also not for Savannah, unless you want some of this stuff, that's fine. I don't, I, I just in general, well, this one is mine. Hold on, and she grabs the one, the medium. That That's mine, um, and puts it in her backpack. But I figure Katie can't go home. And Savannah will just kind of, like, nod, like, okay. Like, she's just reconfiguring things in her head. Oh, uh, no, I don't, I don't want any. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Karen just folds it up, back up and puts it back in the bag. The other one's all perfectly store-folded. Cameron's, like, <laughs> <laughs> wadded up. Yeah. Uh, we should also probably, like give her the opportunity to freshen herself, you know, bathe and all that, and have fresh clothes, because it's been a few days. It's been more than a few days. I just don't know how to do that while still observing in a non-weird way. Is there a... I'm a is there a bathroom? There's got to be a bathroom. I don't remember if there was one downstairs, but like... Yeah, they got toilets. Yeah. Again, though, like... Maximilian, would that be something we would know to do? Again, I think that you could make the argument if she asked that you have studied humans. We bathe as well. Alright. Maybe we can do that now. Except I need Aximili working on the phone. Dylan, are you willing to morph Maitea for this? Yeah, I am, yeah. Okay. Alright, maybe we can... It's... Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Uh, and then Savannah will just start working out, like, <laughs> where's the bathroom? How do we do this? While you're, like, getting everything ready uh Cameron will ask has anybody talked to Zach yeah I saw him on the way over he and his dad are working on a sword uh so he's gonna come here when he can yeah um well if we have a if we're going to the Yark River and surviving and then meeting with these with Xander Maybe we should get a, a, an and also dealing with Katie. I think we should get started. Maybe I should yeah. call him or something. Yeah, go for it. See when he's going to be here. Or if he's there, he can just meet us at if we go through the mall entrance or whatever. Just find out where he is and we can figure it out from there. Alright. Oh man. Should have staked out the mall. That was dumb. Hey, maybe it would have been dumb to do it alone, Dylan. You never know. That's that's probably a good point. Yeah. Also, you got all this cool shit. You couldn't do that and stake it out. You know what I'm saying? Speak for yourself. I'm a pro mall creep. I only go there sometimes. Hang on, I gotta make a phone call. Hey, can I use one of y'all's phones? can thanks oh zach texted you he shows it and then hits the call button <laughs> zach your phone ring 
Zach's got it in his pocket, so he would feel it vibrate even if he didn't hear it because of hammering. So uh, he'll oh, um, hang on a second, and then see who's calling. Savannah. Be right back, Dad. And like as he's walking away, he's just gonna. Hey, Van. Oh, hi, Zach. It's me, Savannah. What are you doing? Oh, you sound so different. Yeah, regular. What? You're what? Yeah. That's a weird thing to say. Hey, do you like Melissa? Your neighbor? Um, geez, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Oh, who's your favorite human? Of all time? Yeah. Tony Hawk? That dude with the game? He's back in his voice now. Yeah, he could do a kickflip. Yeah, he could do a 900 on a half pipe. I've seen him do it. Yeah, it's a 920, actually. But Nah, he fucked up. <laughs> anyway, hey, um, what's up, Brosif? Yeah, no, I know, man. We were gonna, actually, now that you say something about it, mm. go sk- Did I? skateboarding, and he like side-eyes Savannah and Dylan as he's saying it, and then winks. Skateboarding. Oh. We hope we don't fall deep into a river or something. Yeah, you should not do that on a skateboard. What time? Uh, he looks over at Savannah. Hey, what time? What time is it right now? One thirty. It'll take us an hour and a bit to get back there in Morph. If we want to go and morph, if we take the bus, we're not getting back there till late at night. Uh, so that's out. So four. We were thinking about hitting hitting the park at four. Okay, the park. Which park? You know the park at Wintergreen. Fucking shit. You mean the parking lot outside the mall? Oh yeah. Did you say parking lot, Dylan? Yeah. 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 Yeah, my bad. She's gonna turn to Savannah. I assume we're playing along. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Cameron, um, Mm -hmm. real quick, can I just talk to Van real fast? Yeah, hang on. Hey, it's me, Van, again. No. Listen. There you go, Savannah. (laughs) Hello. Hey, Van. Um, when and where? Uh, At 4 p.m. Or at the mall. Cool. Um, did I let Cheese and Cheese know to come? Like, I don't know. Get some clothes? Or that kind of thing? Yeah. Let's have them hanging around. Not involved. Hanging around. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Cool. Alright, um, I'll probably be there just a little bit early. I, hopefully we will too. But I built in some extra time. Where whereabouts do you want to be? Old Navy or what? Just so I don't spend all day, you know, looking for you. You know. You know, we're gonna be like in our skate shoes. If you could bring us like regular shoes, that would be great. And we'll just kind of, you yeah. know, I'll airdrop you our location. Cool. Okay. Um. I'll be um, at the, you know that Starbucks? It's like right outside the front of the mall. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll just hang out outside there. Okay. And then, um, 
You know, yeah, you just, uh, you know, airdrop me your location and all. Okay. Don't Sick. forget your all shredder, right. dude. Accidentally looks up Wait. from his desk and looks over at Cameron. <laughs> you mean like a piece? I don't think I have a piece. No, Do dude, piece? you're bored, dude. Oh, I thought you're this was a some shit, Ninja bro. Turtles thing. You know Ninja Turtles, Savannah? Not really. Oh, never mind. All right. Um, cool. I'll see y'all there. Later, dude. And then he just hangs up. Um, and he sends a quick text to uh, Chad. Mall, Starbucks, 4 o'clock. Bring your board. He backspaces board and writes drone. <laughs> For sure. I'll film it. You want me to bring anybody else? Is he immediately texting me back? Yeah. He was watching his phone. The dude has been waiting for this his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> he's just spends most of his days just staring like this at his phone. If Bart's free, you could bring him through as well. All right. See you then. I'll be early. Don't be too early. Four o'clock. Four, four, three fifty-six. That's good. Thumbs up emoji. Thumbs up emoji back. Hey, I appreciate it. Also, right. Does, does wait a minute? Does Chad do the like Facebook avatar one? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Can you describe what his uh, bitmoji looks like? Yeah, uh, round head, dark skin, buzzed head, big ears, glasses, black rimmed. Stop me when I get too big. Where are they at? Are they? Oh, well, hang ears? on. Go back. Go back. Go back. Oh, too big. <laughs> too big. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Yeah, Zach just puts his phone back in his pocket and um oh it takes takes note of the time. What time is it? 1.30. He's gonna try to wrap up by like three. You have a a good time with your dad for the next hour and a we half. We bond. It's you cool. Bond. He lets me drink a beer. Well he lets you taste one. Well my Dude, first beer. It's time. Little sip of Molson. And I, I'm definitely doing the thing that Rusty does in uh, National Lampoon. <laughs> so he's like, time for your first beer, Rusty. And Rusty's like, thanks, Dad. And then, like, downs the whole thing and then hands it back. <laughs> My son. He pats you on the back. I burp. <laughs> My son. <laughs> anyway, uh, tries to hammer it out some more. Everything's in place. There's a towel folded neatly outside the shower. Uh, Savannah's awesome possum, but hidden. Not where Katie's going to walk through. She's just there for nose and ears and eyes. Before, like, um, Dylan's going in, he asks you, should I morph or just hide? Maximilian will be up here, not morph. You should morph, too. Go to something like that has keen hearing, keen smell. Right. He looks at you and sees that you're awesome, Possum. Thinks for a second. How about I go to a bird so I can hear and see good, but I can get out of here if, if I need to, if we need help. Which sure. she's just a human, right? Don't 
discount just humans, so are we. Mm. Let me start to change at that. Dylan, as Matea, is going to go downstairs. Yeah, you get the corridor that leads that where her door is, her prison door, and well, you have a key. You can get in. You're ready whenever. And you see her through the window just pacing back and forth. Before I open the door, Dylan is going to... <laughs> uh, human. She looks up. We understand that your type needs to bathe regularly and relieve themselves. I would like to escort you to the, I believe it's called a bathroom. Are you going to let me take a shower? Is that what it's called when you let the water drip down you? Yes. She, like, looks confused at the at the door. You don't know what a shower is? It's just when, like, water... Yes. Yeah, I'll take it. As long as you're not going to do anything and, like, you see fear wash over her face at that. Oh, God, Dylan's, like, whole heart is crushed right now. And she's like... No, no, but please do not try to run. Fine. I mean, I don't really have a choice anyway. I'm sure you all could catch me. Yes, I am very fast. So are my compatriots. And she opens the door. Uh, She stands, like, in front of the chair and kind of reaches across her body, grabs her arm, and just, like, is, like, rubbing it and waiting for you to tell her the next move. You may exit the room. Uh, slowly, and like with her eyes on you and turning her body to stay face towards you, exits the door. Uh, she squints and she says, You turned into my friend Dylan. To the to the group upstairs, she goes, Fuck! That was your human morph. Yes, that is a human that I morphed. And she like looks at you. Well... Savannah, I trust Savannah the most. And your friends told you, right? I'm sure you all were all listening anyway, and she just keeps talking. But if you all trust Dylan, I also haven't seen her at any of the meetings. So if that helps at all. (laughs) To the group. Uh, Any ideas here? Yeah, just thank her for her assistance and it does help to have awareness of who may be a human controller thank you very much for everything that you have given us Uh, it is very beneficial to know who may be a human controller would you care to go upstairs and do the shower now she sighs yeah you analytes and she turns and starts to to walk uh, you do see her, like, look over her shoulder one more time at you. Look back, and she gets to the next door and opens it and sees that there's just a cave kind of out here, and it goes both ways. And then she looks back to you, and she says, which way? Yeah, Dylan's going to direct her. That takes her through this cave into a big open room with, like, these tables and... Uh, it looks like something was going on to, on these tables. Like, there's experiment, not experiments, like, 
there's no like brains and heads and stuff, but there are like tools that that are used to do I don't know, build stuff, hammers, I don't know, a workshop. But the book's in the middle, and then there's the steps, and she like looks around, and she points to the steps. But you know that she's supposed to go into the door on the other side that leads to the bathroom. Yeah, if you direct her that way, then she goes that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Savannah, wherever you are, you see her walk into that room and go towards that bathroom. And she'll walk in and see the towel and look back at you, Dylan, and start to close the door to the bathroom. So Dylan brought down a bundle of things in her hand, and she's just going to hold them out and be like, I believe that you would like fresh clothing. Uh, Yeah. She, like, reaches out and takes it, and then goes back and closes the door. Yep. And uh, it, it takes a good five to ten minutes before you hear the shower start, but you do hear the shower start. Dylan's just going to stand outside of the door, waiting. And Savannah will have gotten in close, too, and is just, like, full alert, like, listening for anything weird. Dylan's going to think it, Savannah. It would be really awkward. No, never mind. It doesn't matter. No, it's cool. What? Possum is such a cute dog. Uh... Yeah, yeah. No, it's awkward. Nope. Where where are you going with this? (laughs) And she holds up her big Andalite hand. She's like, scritches. Yeah, awkward, right? Awkward. She won't respond. She'll just kind of like stand in place, like still, like, and then head cock. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, yep, that's what I thought. Awkward. Very awkward. I mean, all contact is awkward, isn't it? Well, now that you've said it. Savannah will just turn and go back to listening. (laughs) It is. Why is it? I don't care. I look in anybody's eyes and you guys look up and there's just these big old owl eyes looking down at you guys. (sighs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) I can look in two people's eyes at once. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Dylan <laughs> Dylan <laughs> looks at Savannah, like, looks at Possum Savannah, and then looks up at the other set of eyes and is like, oh my god, I can see both. Yes, you are getting it, Dylan. Like, she just hadn't thought of looking two directions. You guys don't stop, Katie. She'll shower for, like, a half hour, 45 minutes. I think that just because of time limits, like, once a half hour goes by, like... Savannah will just give a reminder of, like, okay, she, like, tell her she has, like, five minutes left or whatever. And Dylan's going to knock on the door and say, your time limit is nearly complete, human. Yeah, yeah, I'll be out in a second. Five human minutes. Yeah, ten minutes later, the door opens and you see a clean Katie with new clothes. Savannah will have, like, as awesome possum, as soon as it sounds like she's coming towards the door, Savannah's bolting out of the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that you are refreshed. Um, I'm better. I'm better than I was. I'm not good. But still, are you, do I have to go back to that room? Unfortunately for the time being, yes. 
I'm starting to believe you all less and less, you know. She, like, walks out of the room, starts to make her way back. Just reassure her that we're working on the plan for her. I am very sorry to hear that your trust in us is waning, but I assure you that we have been making progress. What kind of progress? She looks over her shoulder. I went shopping. Uh, she... The second she looks at you kind of dumbfounded, and then a small smile like creeps across her face. She quickly like shakes her head. Uh, <laughs> she says, well, while I appreciate the new clothes, I'm tired of being a prisoner. I can understand that. We are attempting to make arrangements and hope to be able to give you guidance soon. I hope it's real soon. She just keeps walking. She'll go back in her room, sigh and sit in the chair, hands in her arm. Dylan's going to stand there in the doorway for a second with her hand on the doorknob and then walk forward just like a couple of steps and say, is there anything that I can get you to make your stay with us more comfortable? Uh, Do you have any pumpkin spice lattes? I do not believe so. Well, then I guess I'll just sit here and wallow in my own self-pity. All right, then. And she's going to shut the door. You handled that beautifully, Dylan. Good job. Thanks. She's always so dramatic. And then I lock the door and go back upstairs. Well, yeah, you guys all rejoin each other. Once they're upstairs and demorphed from... Well, at least Savannah will demorph. I don't wants to do, but uh, Stan will ask accidentally how how much progress he's made on this phone. You see him use his tail blade to screw in like a last screw, and he says, I've just finished. And it is what? Check check watch, check computer? What time? 2.20. So we have to leave, like, now to get to the mall. Now-ish, yeah. Well, do you guys trust our security enough to leave Katie this once. I hate to think of leaving anyone behind for this. She has not tried to break out yet. Um, even if she did, I do not believe she could. Not in the amount of, not within a day. Okay. Then we should all go. And tonight, after everything, I'll give her, let her call me. guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then Savannah will start morphing to, to Hawk. Uh, I'm just gonna say Cameron didn't demorph yet. Dylan's gonna be like, hey, is it gonna be conspicuous if I, like, run like this for a while? Not if we stay hidden. Sweet. Yeah, we can watch, we can watch out for you, too. I will run with you, Dylan. Nice. 
until the time that Savannah and Cameron think that we are at risk. Yeah, you guys take off. Zach, it's about that time. Yeah, Zach and his dad probably, I mean, honestly, we're, we've probably like been cleaned up for a little bit, and it's just a father and son standing outside enjoying the evening. Look at that grass, son. <laughs> See the lines? They've moved like casually indoors, I think, at this point. Zach's going to head upstairs and get his shit together. Mostly, though, I think that he's not going to get any... He doesn't need any extra clothes. Yeah, there's nothing else for him to grab. And the sword's not done yet, so he can't take that. So he's just going to take off. I'm going to try to head to the beach and look for a pelican. He's just going to go to the beach, like, to the jetty or something. Wherever pelicans hang out, I don't know. There's, like, a marina that's kind of close, and... Sometimes they hang out in there. You do see some pelicans, but they're all like in the distance flying around. You can try to wait here till they come back, but you don't know how long it'll be. You can also yeah, I'm not gonna entice them. It's up to you. Is there a bait shop around here? Yeah. I'm gonna try to find like a big fish, mm-hmm. like for deep sea fishing. Not too big a fish, <laughs> you know, like a yeah, like a big fish this big. Not too big a fish is my favorite ska band. <laughs> That's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so bait shop, buying a decent sized fish. I'm going to go out. My other just favorite kinda, ska band. A decent sized fish. That's the sister band. Anyway, I'm going to throw it into like a tide pool. They are a little ways away. I throw it into the tide pool, and a tide a wave just comes and takes the fish away. Yeah, no, a, a, a small shark eats the fish out of the water. Can I catch the small shark? You can jump in. Then I'm just gonna head to a. I'm just gonna head to the mall. Fuck it. I'm just gonna go to Starbucks. I just fucking take a bus. I don't actually have my skateboard for once. I didn't. I didn't leave the house with it. All right. Yeah, you're gonna get there after everything. You'll get there at about like. 340. That's cool. I'm going to go into the mall and look for the service hallway. And then there's like a ladder that leads to the roof. And I'm going to take the ladder to the roof where we have a stash bag. I just wait on the roof for uh, the rest of the group. I know Chad's going to the Starbucks, but I'm not going down there to meet him. With Savannah and Cameron flying overhead and Dylan and uh, Axe running. Did we run over any grass? Yes, and as you run over the grass, you feel like your hoof sink a little bit deeper into one of these spots. And as it does, strands get into your hoof and you get a sensation. The only thing that you can equate it to, like as Dylan, is a good taste, like a good feeling of taste. And it gives you like that sensation that you get when you taste something good. Immediately, Dylan is, like slows down and stops and lifts up a hoof and is like, what the fuck? What? What is happening? Is there enemies? Uh, she puts her hoof back down. Why is it a flavor? His eyes uh, go a little bit wider. Um, what do you mean a flavor like with it when you have a tongue? Sort of. Kind of. Ish. Hmm. Uh, you must. He like looks at you for a second. This is how 
You're getting it through your hoof, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm very concerned. That's how we absorb nutrients. Oh, gross. That's your walking things. It's very efficient. And you're eating things. Yeah, okay. Oh. You can walk and eat at the same time. Okay, the cigarette butt thing is starting to make sense to me. You get it. No, I don't get it. Oh. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, that's fucking weird. And she, like, gingerly takes a few more steps. It's kind of good, though. Yes, I tried a a thing that was in uh, the bathrooms at the beach, and it was... It gave me an unpleasant no. feeling. No, no. What did you try? What was it? Some sort of snail, I believe. Okay, that's the least weird thing you could have said. Yes. I could have said an elephant. That's true. You could have said that. You didn't. Thank goodness. Samantha dead quiet through that whole conversation until X Millie said he could have said an elephant and then just a thought speak snort. <laughs> And if, if they're pretty close to, like, the edge of the road or something, then that's when Dylan's going to start morphing out of this. Uh, Axe will start to go northern hairier. Same for Dylan. She's wearing black long sleeves, but you see the, the blacks start to get sort of mottled as the feathers on the wings come out first. And then she just, her, her whole body just starts to shrink and get little and little and little. So she's like a little Dylan with little wings. And then everything else starts to go. Like the beak comes out and the eyes get big. You've morphed a few times now. And it feels like you're starting to get a hang of this a little bit. So when this uh, Northern Harrier mind creeps into yours and it wants to just take off into the air, you feel this mind want to take off. And you hold it down, Dylan. You have control over the mind. It's hungry, but you, you know, you don't want to eat no dead rats right now. No dead fish or anything. Live fish? Maybe you do. I don't know. But you control the morph. I think I can make it. I think we can fly fast enough. I could just get there. How long have you been in morph precisely? About three, nope, one and a half-ish. Can I tell him exactly? Yes. Uh, you only have 15 minutes left. I don't know how I know that. The Andalite mind is a beautiful, wonderful, uh, intelligent thing. All right, I guess I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll demorph. Uh, Cameron lands, demorphs, remorphs to Osprey. And you all take off back into the air and you are circling around the roof of the mall and you see Zach down there, uh, just chilling, waiting, and... Now it's about 3.50. There's a bunch of birds circling over you, Zach. What? Savannah Dillon. You guys both see there's these uh, twins, a boy and a girl. They're in the parking lot of the mall, and they're each holding on one of the hands of their mom, who's walking in the middle of them. And they point up, and with your hearing, both of you guys can hear... Look at all them fucking birds, Mom. 
Yeah, one of them's bigger than the fucking other one, and it's stupid as shit. They shouldn't be together. They're probably going to eat each other. Uh, sorry about this, Dylan, but just kind of play along. And I'm going to do a flip rollover and dive down at her like I'm, like, faking an attack. And I'm just going to say, like, try to try to grab my talents. <laughs> you guys lock talents. Like, perfectly. <laughs> like, in sync. You're right. Touching is awkward. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. We're just going to keep plummeting towards the roof at this point. Holy shit. Hey, Zach, you want to catch us? <laughs> Zach's going to just grab his shirt, <laughs> try to make a hammock with it, you know? And he's going to go, yeah, real chill. This was a great plan. They spotted us. A couple of things happen all at once. So first, the kids point up. Oh, no. They're going to fall their asses right to the ground and fucking die. Serves them right, I guess. They shouldn't have fucking attacked each other in the fucking air. That's crazy as shit. And Zach, as you pull your shirt out, you hear the door behind you open up. Hey, kid, you're not supposed to be up here. New plan. And Savannah's going to aim for the guard or whoever. Whoever the as dude that opened are, the door is. You yeah. guys are falling? <laughs> yeah, Savannah will let okay. Dylan go at this point. But, like, it's going to be... Okay, so when they lock talons like that, they kind of go into this big spiral with both of like their wings on the outside and they're like spinning around like the centrifuge is like their talons locked. So Savannah's gonna try to get down to the roof and when they let go, they just kind of have to flip and bank. So she's gonna try to do that right at the person opening the door and it's gonna be at high speed. And what do you do, Zach, as you see them break apart? Oh, I was gonna ask him how he knew I was up here. As you say that, a hawk just... <laughs> skim in front of him to like push him like just startle him back like shut ah, the door man <laughs> ah. and he does let go of the door and it's starting to close Zach is playing the part of dumb kid right now I don't know what he would do as the door boom slams in his face a second later he opens it back up and he's staring at <laughs> yeah. what the hell sorry man I'm, I was just Mad, I'm mad at my dad, so I'm up here. Bird watching. Um, you're mad at your dad, so you're bird watching? Yeah, he hates it when I bird watch. What the hell's wrong with this guy? He hates birds. You know what? Your dad's too hard on you. He shouldn't even get mad because you bird watch. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Come on, before these fucking birds get you. Well, how am I going to watch them if I'm not out here? Dude, you're, you can't be up here. You can watch them. You just got to do it from the ground. Dylan's going to start diving at the guard. It's a way better view from up here. See how up close you're getting? Magical. You swoop down in front of him. Ah, another one. Another one. Kid, come on, before these birds get you. I understand you get up close and personal, but you know our policies and procedures. Well, I think that's stupid. I think you should be able to be on the roof. It's public. It's a public space, man. What if man. you fall and you get hurt? Then we got to pay I'm in the middle of the there. roof. That doesn't mean you're going to the... stay there. What if the roof I'm caves not... in? What if there's a tornado? All right, man. What if one of these birds takes your eye out? You're going to come blame my bosses. And tech, really? I don't give a shit, but they'll fire me. You're going to put my job at risk? Fine. Escort me out then. Hey, man, don't put it like that. You're cool. I'm just getting you off the... Here, come on. 
Dylan's gonna think, leave the bag. The bag is still over there. <laughs> then, he, then he, like, puts his hand in his pocket all dejected, dejected and goes, I'm just gonna go to Starbucks. And he, like, kicks at a, like, piece of gravel on the roof. He, like, walks down, uh, like a fucking mad little kid. As you're walking and he's walking behind you, hey, man, I can get you some Starbucks. That'll make you feel better. I mean, I'm not gonna say no to free Starbies. Yeah. Hey, what do you, what's your order, man? Uh, expensive, dog. Well, I didn't ask the price. Security's treating me pretty well. I, I get what's called an octet. It's eight shots of espresso and eight pumps of liquid cane with um eight different flavors of syrup. You kidding me? Yeah, it's really good. Name the eight flavors. You got caramel and dark caramel and vanilla and chocolate and mint and strawberry and um, mocha. And then the, the last one's always a surprise. Oh, dude, you're kidding me. No, that ass. That, that's exactly what I get. What? Yeah. Octet bro, and he high fives him. I didn't know it was called that. He's just walking down with you. <laughs> All right, good. Everybody else lands on the roof. I'm just going to demorph first and hold the door so the rest of you guys can demorph. And then Savannah, she's hiding around the back where the door had opened and she's demorphing right up against the structure. And for budgeting purposes, Cameron and Axe both go behind something and demorph. <laughs> first Cameron walks out and then a little while later, Axe For budgie purposes. Out. Yeah, Dylan just stays crouched as she demorphs. There's some clothes on the bag. Unfortunately... Some of the clothes in there are fit for Grant and not Dylan. So it's like a Misfits t-shirt and uh, some skinny jeans. <laughs> oh no, that's that's super far from what she would normally wear. We kept telling Grant he had to like, it's just flip-flops, man, something simple. And he put a pair of Doc Martens in every stash bag. Hell yeah. What size shoes does he wear? Whatever size Dylan wears. Nice. Just It just works out that way. Yeah. You get, he gets you an Octavius, an Otto Octavius. Yeah, the Doc Ock. Yeah. It's a it's a thing that Zach created that everybody at Starbucks hates him for. He made it up on the roof, and now it's his thing. You can see Zach walking back in with a big-ass Trenta cup of, from Starbucks. and After the guard leaves, is talking to um, Chad and Bart, who are, or we're supposed to meet him at Starbucks. Yeah, they were in there when you... When they walk in, he just goes, hey, hey, guys. All right, have a good one. Hey, don't get too dad. Don't don't get too dad on your heart. That's gross. Don't be too hard on your dad. Yeah, so um, he's just going to talk to Chad and Bart and be like, yeah, so uh, we need. Honestly, just if anything big goes down, you know, kind of. Wait, something big's going down? No, if anything big goes down. I want you to take your drone, check out the parking lot, make sure there's no crazy movement. Cool, cool. Bart, just keep a lookout. Nuts. And Savannah will walk up and say hi to Bart and Chad. Oh, hey. Hey, Savannah. Hey, Savannah, look, I brought my drone. Cool. Is that to film skateboard tricks in the parking lot? Yep. Cool. And they look and see Dylan and uh, Max. Oh, brought the whole group. Yep. 
including you guys. Bart will make like a little eye contact with you at that and kind of nod. So what do we do? I was thinking that, you know, you guys could hang out and just like, you know, look around, scout some good places for tricks and drones and we'll meet up with you guys right after we kind of do our thing. Yeah, I got, I got this, uh, my drone has a camera. I can look through, I can even, if we wanted to, I could even fly it in the mall. I feel like that would get you kicked out. I would like if you were just kind of like around, you know, so we can take advantage of you being in the right area at the right time, potentially. Do you want us to split up? You two? She says, pointing at Bart and Chad. Mm-hmm. Don't get too far from each other. Bart looks and he says, I guess we'll mingle around and just wait, wait for you guys to be ready to, looks around, says skate. Precisely. Yeah. We're going to go start at the gap. They'll nod to you as you guys start to walk off. Cameron like lingers back and he looks at Bart and Chad and he does like the fingers to his eyes fingers to them uh, and you guys get to the gap outside the gap we all know how to get in there I believe I'm sure we all heard the same thing from Katie so I think uh, Savannah will just say like let's go in one at a time look for an opening don't get too far everybody grab some pants Zach's already got three pairs of khakis. Yeah. Cameron reach, reaches over and grabs some pants off a rack. 30% off. Khakis? Yeah, man. Skate khakis. They got the cell phone pocket inside. Skakis. Skakis, yeah. It's another good ska band. <laughs> Max grabs a backpack off of a rack. Off the backpack rack? Dylan's gonna grab, like, two long sleeve button up shirts and is going to hand them to Max and take the backpack and be like, here, why don't you try these? Ah, yes. These are pants? No, these are shirts. Okay. Before they get too far away from each other, Savannah will just try like super low to be like, don't get too far away from each other. Everybody stay within hearing range. We all cover each other. And if we have to go, we go. Sounds good. Zach's making a beeline for the Pressing room, honestly. He's ready. Yeah, Savannah will trail behind him and be like, oh yeah, I'll tell you how those look. And then, like, follows him towards the towards the dressing room. Oh, thanks. Dylan's got, like, four pair of men's pants and is like, I dare you to say a word. So the first thing Zach does is he looks in the other dressing rooms. Is there anybody else in here? Like, he looks under the door, you know, to see if there's feet. Not to the one right next to your destination one. But uh, two down, there is somebody in there. You see their feet shuffling around on the bottom. Okay. He tries to stall if they are going to leave soon. You see their feet, one heel go up, and then the feet turn like they're, they must be checking themselves out in there. Okay, yeah, he's just going to get into the dressing room then. You're in there. It's a small, maybe five foot by five foot, probably not even that. There's like a bench in there, hangers on the door, a mirror on the it's not on the opposite side of the uh, door it's on like 
to the the wall to the right of the door. The back wall is the mirror. First, he's like, there, there's like coat hooks on the wall. It's gonna like see if any of those turn or twist or pull. Nope. Um, tries like jiggling, like pushing on the mirror. Uh, it like pushes against the wall. It does like move a little. Like you can see that you can move it back and forth. It doesn't. It doesn't depress into the wall or anything like that. Okay. Uh, he tries to slide it. You slide it, and it, it comes off of its like the place that it was hanging on. You feel the sudden weight of it, and you look behind it. It looks like a smooth wall as you look at it, and then you like slide your hands, and it feels like a smooth wall. This information might have been wrong because you don't see anything. Zach's gonna put the mirror back, and then put on a pair of khakis and open the door again. <laughs> Savannah, I mean, Zach looks good in these khakis. Okay. The pants are sufficient. I'm not really feeling them. I feel like I can't figure out where I'd wear them. Okay. Or how I would get where I was going to wear them to. Savannah's just going to take like a quick look around. And if there's nobody super obviously out there, she's just going to duck into the changing room. Uh, you see that the, the person that was changing has now, you watched them like, you know, take the pants off that they had on, put it back on. And they you hear the lock click like they're about to open the door. Then I just pause where I am. All right. They come out, nods at you. He like looks at you because you're over here, but he just smiles and nods after the initial and moves out into the store. Once he's gone, Savannah will duck in. Zach is just like, yeah, I tried twisting these and moving this, and I mean, I can move the mirror, but like, there's nothing back here. I think, well, she said it was behind the mirror, and Savannah will try a similar sort of thing. You look behind the mirror, so you feel long, and just like Zach said, there's, you can't find anything, there's no creases. The only thing you get is that it just, it feels a little bit softer than an actual wall. Like, recently filled in drywall softer or softer like cushion um softer like recently filled in drywall but you don't see any even even the best you know person that smooths it sands down the wall like and then repaints over it there are like you can't even see like any sign of that or anything I think Savannah will just say I'm going to go check on Eximili now and like walk walk out assuming Zach's coming well Zach probably wants to change his pants back <laughs> Zach does put his pants on he was also considering just putting his fist through this drywall and seeing if there was like something behind it yeah he just puts his pants on puts changes back into his regular pants and then leaves Dylan as you see Zach and Savannah walk out like Cameron's the closest to you and he looks at you and he says you, you want to go I mean, I do need a pair of light wash. Yeah. Hmm. And he like looks out and he says, looks like there's nobody in there. Yeah. And Savannah, as she's going past, will just say the wall is, feels like it was recently patched. Oh, 
Well, I'm still going to go try these on. And she walks in. Then, so then when she says that, Zach will say, like, do you want to see if there's anything, like, you want to just try to get through the wall? Maybe, and then, like, kind of look towards Aximilian and be like, it was weirdly soft. Is that a thing? I do not know. I I do not know any technology that is just soft. Well, blankets. And, like, that's just a cover-up of, like, what the last thing he said was. Microfiber fleece. I do not know any technology that is soft that would pertain to this situation. Maybe there's a blanket hanging up in front of the hole. Savannah's going to make eye contact with Aximilian and just tap her temple. Yes? You know, if you had any thoughts on the matter. Would you like me to check it out? You know, if you wanted to go try on clothes. See if you had a better, had better luck with it. Uh, he nods. I will try on these shirts. And he starts to walk over and he walks past Cameron and like him and Cameron's eyes meet for a second and he keeps going. And he walks like behind this uh, wall that the door is. And then a couple seconds later, he comes out and he says, it is occupied. Uh, Dylan. Uh, Dylan has taken her shoes off to make it look like if anybody comes in, she is changing. Uh, but she takes the mirror down. And is there anything in Grant's pockets? Uh, there's a lockpick in one of his That's weird. jeans pockets. Uh, I just want to poke a little hole. You take one of the lockpicks and you poke it in and it goes goes in okay she's gonna turn around and open the door and like peek her head out uh you see the back of max's human form i grab him by the shirt and pull him in savannah zach and cameron see just yoink oh hello dylan (laughs) zach's gonna look around and then duck into if he doesn't see anybody there are other people in here but i don't think i think you could duck down and get over there quick enough that people around you couldn't see so they're starting to shut the door as you get there because you were a few steps away but you get back and you're uh stop it and get in there with them oh this is a small space for three humans yes yeah it was yep do you guys have anything that we can make a slightly larger hole with holds up his hand Stop using your fleshy bits. <laughs> I can make a tail. I would, I would have to demorph. Oh, no. No. Zach, like, tries to peek around Dylan to see, like, what what the situation is. It looks like a wall. You can see, like, the lining where the mirror was, where, you know, it's a little bit different color. Um, and there's, like, a piece of a lockpick sticking in within that mirror silhouette. Can you see through the hole you made? Maybe. She's going to grab it and like sort of jiggle it around and try and make it a little bit bigger. You see like some dust falling off. And when you pull the ha- the uh, lockpick out and kind of look in this hole, it's just you still see more wall behind where the lockpick went. So either this thing, it's thicker than the lockpick. I think they really boarded it up. I think it's gone. Okay. We won't have to look for another thing. I think she said a couple things, right? Mm -hmm. So we could try another one. And then Zach will 
bail out. Dylan's gonna sit down and put on her shoes. While you do that, Axe is starting to feel on the hole. He looks at you as he's like running his hand across the wall. He says, Dylan, uh, put your hand here. She does. You, so this, it's solid, you know, hard. And then as you move your hand over, it goes back to soft. And this is still within that silhouette of the mirror. Does that feel different to you? Yeah. I do not know what that means, but maybe try to put your lockpick in that. She does. You go to like press it into that part of the wall and it does not like it, you can't push it in. It's too hard. But that whole square you now see as you push in with your lockpick, it depresses. And then when it comes back, it's seamless with the rest of the wall. But the, the rest of the spot where the mirror is now, a small sound of pressure releases and it draws in and then slides to the right and you see a corridor. She's she's like tapping him on the shoulder and she's like, think at him, think at him to come here. We have found it. Zach turns around and goes back in. Savannah will look around and again, like if there's nobody looking, nobody around, she'll duck in. There's people in the store, but you're, I think you're good still to duck in there. And like, as Cameron sees you kind of making your way, he'll like look around too and then follow right behind Savannah. Zach just holds the door, <laughs> lets everybody go in and then closes the door behind us and locks it. I think Dylan's going to pop through. Like, as soon as people start filing in, she's going in. Seeing that Axe will follow. Yeah, Zach's right behind him. Savannah will pop through, too. As you all get in, Cameron looks over and, like, looks at the opening. And he says, should we close this back up or something? We can figure out how we should. And as everybody goes in here, it, it is lit. Like, there's, like, light. It's metal, like a steel corridor or something. And there is a keypad and, like, a control switch system inside here. Maximilian will look at it, and he'll press a button, and the door will close back. And he says, ah. Are we going to be able to get back out? Like, his eyes go wide, and he looks back at the control panel and presses a, the button right beside it. The door slides back open. Ah, yes. Yes. I believe so. Do we put the mirror back, or? Wouldn't it automatically slide back? Like, I don't imagine the Yerks are... Just auto. Zach will step out in the dressing room and go, all right, hit the button. It's the button. Is it not just a mirror on a barn door track that's, like, internal? Yeah, you guys feel the cold breeze stop as the door closes, and you guys move further and further down this corridor. 